Hello, you little dumplings, and welcome to episode 40 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my ride or die blogging partner, Renee. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Renee. That was awful quiet. That was awfully quiet. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little louder. Thank you. And uh, by our salty producer, Carrie. How no, are you? Come on, Renee, talking to the mic. How long have you been doing this for? 40 episodes now. Yeah, 40 episodes. Thank you. Yeah, we should start up. I don't, I don't know how I opened my mouth and nothing came out, but that's what happened. It happens sometimes. It's fun. I mean. Blame. You were stretching. I was stretching. Fair. Yeah, I that's caught fair. you off guard. I think that's, yeah. you you kind of did a it's little bit. It's fine. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was my fault. Uh, how are you guys doing? I mean, I, th- I will also say that Renee did have to run around town and gather some supplies. I did. She so, did. Thank you for this, Renee. I've spent a, all, basically a, all my afternoon. You're but a, it's, it was, it's going to be worth it. For good so. content. I think so. We appreciate your contribution yeah. to the podcast. I look forward to trying every single bit of it. So You're not dead, so I won't say your contribution to society, but we can say your contribution to the podcast. Yeah, so I'm just going to slowly steal all of your sayings from your podcast. <laughs> That's really the whole plan for this podcast, is to slowly it's just to slowly become GBS. Yours, yeah. <laughs> right. Slowly get that GBS creep. GBS with food. <laughs> Slo- slowly get that get that podcast. It's uh, just, it's girls food sports. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm only calling Carrie salty because of the whole ranch soda debacle from the last episode. And Dude. listen, if you want to hear how that played out... You could just go back and listen to it because that was that was a wild ass episode. It's, it's worth it's worth your time. Yeah. Well, anytime Danielle, the inebriated baker, comes she on, is I mean, awesome. you, I love having her on. You don't know what the hell you're gonna get. Very true, and that's what we like about her. And speaking of her, thank you, Danielle, for coming on with us. This is the yes. second time she's been on with us, and she's very good people. She's very fun to be around. She even came she, dressed up in a she costume. She did. She came ready to go for the occasion. Yeah, I posted it on our Instagram if you want to yeah. check it out, at Hungry and KY. Um, but yeah, thanks to her for coming on with us. It's never a dull moment when she visits the Bourbon Room. Um, keep an eye out for announcements about her pop-ups and her future storefront. You can yes. By following her Instagram, it's at Inebriated Baker Certified Lush. Yes. It's the yes. world's longest Instagram handle. But she it's accurate. She, her yeah. her baking skills are freaking on awesome. point. Like I think she could probably I would actually trust her to take that ranch soda and make it like into something. We should well, commission we, something. We should She should totally do that. Danielle, if you're listening. Danielle, do it. I will, we double dog dare you to do it. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I seriously do, honestly. And I will say... We'll Ren- supply the bottle of ranch. I will also say, Renee, thank you, because I did get not only this show's worth of content, but I, right? I took the other bottle that mm-hmm. you gave me mm-hmm. and put it in the beer fridge for safekeeping. Obviously, I wasn't worried anybody was going to drink it. <laughs> Someone's um, just going to break in your house, and that's the one thing they took. Even on an inebriated Saturday, I'm not that drunk. Right. Um, <laughs> Nobody's that. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I was like super hungover and I was like, "Oh, dude, man, I'm gonna, I gotta puke, I gotta puke, I gotta puke," I probably would have drunk that. Oh, so like an you're using it to like, like help you puke, right? Like yeah, a yeah. like a, a, a syrup of ipecac yeah, like type of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the bottom line is, I blinded the boys on bourbon and bad opinions, and more priceless that could not have been. <laughs> if anybody hasn't heard that episode, you need to go check that out. Yes. I was, as soon as it dropped, I was all over that, and I was cracking. Yeah, up. It, and you don't have. To, I, I mean, I encourage you to listen to the whole episode because th- we're just insane. But the first ten to fifteen minutes where they drink that ranch soda and sean man sean i, I damn near killed him damn so. near killed him and when you say because you say this often that when you're on that show it's like herding cattle and i i think that's yep. that's herding fair cats, herding you know? cats it's herding yeah. cats yeah cows at least pay ha- half attention to you right on oh, some level i mean that's their i feel like they're genetically like predisposition to herding to herd, right yeah. cats are just like come here cat come mm-hmm. here cat yeah they don't want anything to do with you so it, it's harder exactly but no, I encourage you, just, if you mm-hmm. want another perspective on the ranch soda in- incident of 2020, that's what yes. we're going to call it, the ranch soda incident of 2020. <laughs> all right. Well, we have all kinds of fun stuff in store for you guys today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide right into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. Or send us an email. We're at hungryny at gmail.com. 
We can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls too if you're not local and you want to be on with us. But not Zoom. Not ever Zoom. No. F Zoom. Get out of here. Don't bring that Zoom trash in here. We no. don't want it. If you want to hear my other ramblings about Zoom, you can listen to all of the other episodes from the past eight months. <laughs> so, we don't like it here. We're not fans. Uh, what have you guys been up to? We're finally in November. We're getting close to a fall season. Making people drink ranch dressing (laughs) soda. Um, Very true. I was trying to think when I was reading through the podcast notes today about like what I've been doing and like a whole lot of nothing really. I mean, you've got your November slogan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you remember, we all remember last year I was on the crusade to make Thanksgiving great again, yep, right? Of course. Which I it really got a lot of traction. I think people really enjoyed it. To tell you the truth, I y'all wasn't did. sure where it was going to go, but I think people liked it. And so you know, but this year I thought, man, the way everything has gone down, and I'm still all about Thanksgiving, right? Sure. Still all about it, about it, great. right? Love it. But I'm like, man. Screw it. Let's just do it. It's almost become do whatever you want. <laughs> like I, I started out as make joy great again. So whatever gives you joy, you want us to keep celebrating Halloween, do it. You want to celebrate Christmas now, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hell, it, you know, if you're like me and your favorite holiday is 4th of July, maybe not light fireworks, but have a backyard cookout. I don't know. Weather's good for it. Um, and that was been gorgeous. So yeah, you know, what, whatever, whatever makes you happy or brings you joy, make joy great again, and let's just let's go for the month of November and and do that. I like, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to my mom's house last night, and she already has all of her Christmas stuff up. And normally I make fun of her, and when I came in, she was like, "Just look around, and just go ahead, and let me have it." I know. Listen, I don't have any other time to put this crap up. I just don't have the time. I'm very busy. And I was like, you know what? Carrie's trying to make joy great again. If this is what makes you happy, mother, <laughs> Hell you yeah, go right do ahead. It. Do it. Do it. Turn those Christmas tree lights on. Let's see them. It looks very festive. Today. Like, if you want to decorate, like, Renee, I know you were a decorator. Mm-hmm. Often we make fun of you on the show because yes. Sarah and I are not. Yeah. But it's it's all because we, we love. We, we poke with sticks because we love. But you know what? If you wanted, and your husband would probably kill me and you, <laughs> if you wanted to drag every single decoration that you had Ooh. and put it up in your house, if that made you happy for all the holidays I mean, if, at if you once. Knew how you much don't, that was. You don't know what kind of hell you've <laughs> Unleashed at the Harris household. I'm talking a huge you know how much that was. holiday throw-up explosion. Don't you wish I'd evil on her anybody? <laughs> Sorry, Richard. I was going to say you might need to apologize to him. But but if that if that mm-hmm. what makes you happy, do it. I'm actually I normally don't decorate for the fall. It just started getting with all my Christmas stuff, and then trying to have fall stuff. It just started like just storage. Not that I don't want to do that but just the storage purposes of it it just started kind of getting out of control so i decided the only holiday i was going to major decorate for is christmas but this year i went full-fledged fall mode and i decorated the house and i've got in my wreath up i've got everything go good to go and i was like i'm really still enjoying it and so i'm still in fall mode which there's nothing wrong with being in christmas mode Mm-mm. it's okay to have do both i don't care but i'm still in fall mode and i'm still enjoying it so i'm not ready to put my tree up yet normally i already have it up but this year i think i'm just gonna wait a little longer yeah. would you say that having fall decorations up and christmas decorations up which you know coincides with a usually a big dinner or two sure would you would you say you could call this feast mode instead of like yes. a feast mode uh, you could call it feast I see mode what, i see where you yep. i see what you did there that's what we're calling this episode. Nice. We're feast mode. Hashtag feast mode. I was going to call it, we ate all the carbs. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, that's what's happening today. 2020. <laughs> that's what's happening today. You ain't lying. Yeah, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, well, Renee and I went to a nice little brunch at Gray's at the Woodlands, which mm-hmm. is a place that it's been in Lexington for a while, but it used to be on Limestone, and then they closed, and now they're open again. Mm-hmm. At the Woodlands on the corner of Main Street and Woodland Avenue. Very classy. Very good. It was a very nice brunch. I liked it, didn't you? It was really, it was pretty on yeah. the inside. Um, the staff was really nice. Mm-hmm. We never went without anything we needed. Mm-hmm. Food was good. I had a mimosa. Company was good. As like per I, The weather was great. Couldn't, couldn't complain. 
Yeah, we didn't sit on the patio because when I went to make reservations, that wasn't an option. That's already But they good. have a gigantic patio, mm-hmm. and I would love to sit out there again. Yeah. Or I'd love to go there again and sit on the patio, I guess is yeah. what I should say. But yeah, we had French toast and waffles, mm-hmm. and those waffles were thick with like 12 C's at the end. I was going to say, That yeah. was a thick-ass waffle. It was a thick-ass boy. <laughs> But you know what? On a lot of those waffles, when they're that thick, they don't get a good crunch on the mm-hmm. outside. It's they're to, just real. They're because you don't want to burn them and then right. have the inside be raw. But yeah, that's, this right. Was my this though. one actually had a good crunch on the outside, but mm-hmm. still soft on the inside, which is my favorite way to have a waffle. And those were really good. And their bacon was good too. I ate yep. Renee's bacon, and it was like it was fairly crisp. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like burnt crispy, but it mm-hmm. was like perfect crispy. Would recommend is what we're saying. Yeah. So, well, is it, is it fairly reasonable prices or? I think so. For, yeah, yeah, I think both of our meals were like twelve bucks each. Yeah, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, uh-uh. that's not bad for a, a nicer restaurant. Uh-uh. So you you all said brunch, and I I completely forgot since you know Danielle was on the last episode, and you're just kind of like you completely <laughs> forget what you're gonna say right because yeah. you're because she's just so hilarious. <laughs> um, and you're also shoving cupcakes in your face. That's true. Uh, but I actually went to brunch. Uh, oh. It was it was that Sunday before we recorded the last show with Danielle. And uh, went to the Baron Butcher. I love their brunch. So See, much. I'd never been there for brunch. And actually, it was really... Did you have their potatoes? I did not. Oh, um, it was, so was kind of weird because we walked in... And it was just me and my friend, right? And I look around and like it's there's not a ton of people in there, right? Mm-hmm. And I because and, and I couldn't find anywhere on open table to get a reservation, so walk up and I'm like, yeah, there's just two of us. And she's like, oh, we're on a 45 minute wait. And I'm looking around and I'm like, okay. And so I was like, can we sit at the bar? Because they actually had two tables. Um, set up kind of they had these round tables pushed against the bar with two seats we ended up sitting the bar but I got one of their loaded Bloody Marys Mm -hmm. holy crap that's a meal in itself nice you got two giant triangle wedges of cheddar cheese and pepper jack cheese you got like all the garnishes you could ever want you got like salami and I mean it was well, how was the taste of the actual Bloody Mary it was good it It was was good good. but yeah it was pretty solid they had to bring you a plate for all your garnishes Damn. Oh, yeah. wow. It was stacked. I'm feeling like we need to do the definitive ranking of the top oh. Bloody Marys in Lexington. Oh. Because I'm, I'm not a Bloody Mary drinker, but yeah, I'm I willing am. to learn. I'm I am. willing to try and work it into my repertoire of drinks. Because when I go to brunch, I'm a, I'm a mimosa lady. See, mimosa's too sweet for me. Can't, Ooh, I, I can drink it. Or a Bellini. Mm. Ooh, a Bellini is so... <laughs> It's just, it's oh that, that champagne and that sweetness and that, that get, gets to me. Mm, not me. No, sir. I can't, I can and have taken down an entire pitcher of mimosas by myself more than once in All a right. day. All right. And we'll do it again. All right. That was a great day. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, anyway. So, yeah, that was a really good brunch. You can see pictures of it on mm-hmm. our blog's Instagram at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Uh, they even commented on it and said, thanks for stopping by. Oh. So, isn't that sweet? Um, did my fantasy football team finally snap a three-game losing streak? Hell yeah. Congratulations. Oh, it was came right down to the wire. I was so I was texting Renee, like, lamenting about it. And while I was bitching about it, uh, I started getting ahead. And then I had, to, I had the Pats D, and then I had to turn it on and watch a stupid game. Mm. Oh, God, it was a nail-biter. I was screaming at the nope. TV. At least now I know my neighbors can't hear me when I'm. Oh, there you go. That's a making plus. Making a lot of noise because I was screaming, "Yes, son! Yes, son! Yes, son!" <laughs> like screaming it very loudly and saying a bunch of other cuss words I won't say here. But um, one by the skin of my teeth, and it really needed this. I needed it so bad. So bad. You guys don't know. Well, you know the Pat's defense is not something I would normally cheer for. Yeah, me neither. But God, the Jets are terrible. They're not yeah. good at football. Mm-hmm. They're 0-9. But also, I realized this weekend, and it may not be a popular opinion, but I think it'll be popular with you, Carrie. Mm. I might be becoming a Steelers fan. Uh-oh. Yeah. Watch out now. I know. Well, I have two of their fantasy players. I have two of their players on my fantasy team. And I have Juju, and I have their kicker. He's fine. But uh, Boswell. Yeah. Um, eight, 8 no baby. They are 8 no, And I watched that whole game with the Cowboys. Such a good game. It was a good game. Well, it wasn't good for them at the first, but that comeback was pretty epic. 
and Juju got me quite a few points, so thank you for that. So yeah, Lee, Lee, Lee thinks it was the refs, whatever. Uh, hey, shut hey up. Here's, here's a fun fact for all your listeners, especially those who are, um, well, I could, for, for either Steelers uh, fans or Steelers haters, you know what, uh, ter- you know what uh, terrible towels are good for? Wiping up the tears. tears. Polishing Super Bowl trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was for soaking up the tears of your enemies. No, polishing Super Bowl trophies. And actually, I will say a hat tip to my friend Ryan Mauser, who had that comeback at Shamrocks while he was outside smoking. And somebody was like, well, what, are, what are terrible towels good for? And he just looked at him and went, polishing Super Bowl trophies. Oh, snap. Yeah, shut them up. Love it. But yeah, I mean... I'm not really super allegiant to any one team. I I picked up the Colts for quite a long time, but yeah. I don't know why. I mean, after Peyton left and Andrew Luck left, uh, I could care less about them now. Right. But I think the Steelers might be it. All right. Well. I mean. Welcome. Thank you. Is it a bandwagon? And kind of. And um, I won't say it on here, but when we get done recording, I will tell you where you can watch games that aren't on in your regular area. Ooh. Yeah, and it's it's a really fun way, too. Don't the uh, Steelers now have three UK players on the team? Yes. Mm-hmm. See? Yep. There's Benny, a reason to cheer for them. Bud Dupree, and most recently, Avery Williams. That's so. what I'm saying. Like, I love all three of them. If nothing else, that's a good reason to cheer for them. So there you go. There you go. Speaking of Kentucky football, Carrie went to the Kentucky-Georgia game. How was that? We've not talked about that since you went. We haven't. Um, so I gave a really, really extensive uh, kind of breakdown on how, how all that went on um, Girls Beer Sports the uh, two, uh, two weeks ago, two episodes ago, with uh, Rockin' Kentucky Blue with Jay and Michelle. So yeah, shout out to them for helping me uh, guest co-host uh, when Lee and Lauren couldn't simultaneously make it, which has never happened before. Like, odd. yeah, it was really weird. But you know, um, and actually, I think the episode is called Rockin' Rockin' GBS Blue. That's what it's called. <clears throat> it's episode two forty one. Anyway. The bottom line is, I thought Kentucky actually did a fairly good job mm-hmm. um, with how they had the, you know, the stands and, and you know, I, again, I can only speak to the section that I was in, but everybody seemed to be okay with wearing the mask the whole entire time. The ushers that we had were pretty diligent on making sure that people were wearing the mask the whole entire time. The only thing I will say is the tailgating scene was apparently different depending on what lot you were in. That's so. Weird. We were in the blue lot, and friends of ours, um, Aaron and Chuck, shout out to Aaron and Chuck, uh, were in the red lot, and they were telling us that um, the people, like, Chuck got out of his car to smoke, and a dude rolled by in a golf cart and told him to get back in his car, and he was like, I'm smoking. So in the blue lot, people would roll up, they'd all get out of the same car, you know, or truck or whatever, and they would open their tailgate or their trunk or whatever they had, and they would pull out like a cooler or two and some food they probably bought at Kroger or Chick-fil-A or something like that, and then they would just kind of stand around and have beers and, and eat. Nobody had grills, nobody had tents, and there were plenty of people rolling by on golf carts, and nobody said anything to them, mm-hmm. and it seemed like who everybody who came in the same car just kind of stuck to their parking space and wasn't trying to, you know, go mingle with other people or whatever, and I, see, and that was fine to me. Like... If people were able to do that, then I think you should let them do it. They already came in the same car. Yeah, mm-hmm. so exactly. They've already been exposed to each other. Exactly. So, I actually, I thought UK did a did a really good job of, of handling everything. And, you know, they had some concessions open. Um, thank God, finally, finally on our side of the stadium, because we set where kind of our season tickets are, mm-hmm. um, Nathan's Taqueria. Now has go. a has a full on place in the concession nice. stand area, and you know Athenian Grill was open, and there were some other. I kind of took a walk around, and you know there's concessions were open and stuff. So cool. I heard that uh, the seafood lady has a yep. place there now too, which I've been really wanting to try. I yes. did not. I didn't see. I didn't see her. Maybe it was downstairs because I only walked the the up oh, the yeah, upper yeah. concourse. I didn't go yeah. down to the lower level. Well, either way, I want to try the seafood lady. I, yes. It looks delicious, and I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I've, I've literally not heard anyone complain at all. And you had to wear your mask the whole time you were sitting there? We did, except if you were eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. I will say, I really think that if every stadium in college football did or, you know, was as compliant or their fans were as compliant or had, you know, we kind of run things like UK, I think we'd be in a lot better shape. 
Well, I'm sure because it's not looking great for any team right now. Oh, Bama and LSU just got canceled. I saw that. I wonder if our game will get canceled this weekend. I don't know. Notre Dame's not making a good case for themselves either. Vandy's been having problems with testing players testing positive, but yeah. I'm so, I don't know. But like I said, props all the props to UK in the world and props to the UK fans. Mm-hmm. At least yep. the ones that sat around us. Mm-hmm. I thought you know did a good job. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's some good news. I wondered how that would go. I normally go to some games, but I didn't feel safe going this year and the people i go with didn't either so i don't even think they tried to get any tickets so i'm glad but i we all have like health issues though so Mm. it wouldn't have been smart for us to go i'm glad i'm glad we went to the one game i have no desire to go to any other games this season so that's fair that's fair enough cool well seems like everybody did some cool stuff the past couple of weeks uh now it's time for america's third favorite segment Renee's reports. <clears throat> I have a few things for you. So, there is. So, you remember there was a little bit ago that I told you that uh, Hayden's Stockyard Eatery had closed in the Bluegrass Stockyards, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there is now a new restaurant that is taking its place. Mm-hmm. And it opened yesterday. It's, uh, it is called the Cattle Drive. And it is also going to have about the same hours. It's going to be 7 to 3. Hayden's also closed at 3 o'clock. That must have something to do with the stuff going on there at the stockyard. Well, I'm sure they probably start leaving there around I'm 3 sure. or so. So it's going to be more of a breakfast lunch type thing. But looks like menu looks pretty good. I would love to give it a shot. And I don't ever like going anywhere on opening day because it's always crazy. But I'm going to give it time to kind of die down a little bit. But I would love to kind of give that place a, a shot. A good try. Yeah. Um, Triangle Park is now got their outdoor ice skating rink. It's supposed to be open from January or from November now till January. Yeah, seventy five degrees out. <laughs> it is seventy five <laughs> degrees outside. Right. But if anybody has ever seen it, Triangle Park is over there near Rupp Arena. It's the area that has like the waterfalls coming mm-hmm. down outside. And in the last several years now, they've been trying to do some stuff to kind of liven up downtown and that's one of the things that they've done was put that skating rink and it seems to be pretty popular a lot of people seem to go yeah i've been to it i've never skated there but i watched my friend katie try to skate there one year and that was pretty entertaining so well i would fall and kill myself so just walking walking by and watching other people skate would be better than me doing it myself um and then shout out to my boss abby for giving me the heads up on this um Lexington Pizza Week is coming up. It's going to be November 16th through the 22nd. And uh, there are participating locations or will have two unique options. They're either going to do slices of pizza or they're going to do small pizzas. And the price is going to be $6. So if they have to come up with a meat option and a vegetarian option. And you can expect to see creations from... I'm just naming a few off. Mod Pizza, Brick Oven Pizzeria, Mellow Mushroom, Smashing Tomato, Grimaldi's, Big City Pizza. And they've not really come out with the full list yet. Um, If you go onto the website, which is LexingtonPizzaWeek.net, it still has the, the places from last year. And a couple places don't exist anymore. When I was Uh-oh. flipping through it, I was like, wait, wait, what? So then I went back and see it was 2019. So the, hopefully they'll, they'll release what pizzas everybody's going to have and who all's participating. Hopefully, I mean, it'd have to be kind of soon. Today's 10th. So hopefully we'll start seeing some information about that soon. I think there's some Burger Week places that need to get on in, in on this and make a pizza burger or something. Oh, because, yeah. you know, the pizza people are in on Burger Week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, La Rosa's. <laughs> I always tries to do that. And then the Crank and Boom people will do an ice cream burger. So. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Ooh, could you imagine pizza ice cream, though? Well, it would be like a sweet type of thing. Yeah. Well, you know how they have fruit pizza? Fruit pizza or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like no, a dessert no. pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get on board with that. I was imagining trying to make like a savory tomato thing paste and pepperonis oh, no, no, no. <laughs> into some ice cream, but... Man, something that we really missed out on that I really didn't see anything until about until like last Thursday was the Feeders Cup, what? which was it was like a food thing 
that was tied in with the Breeders' Cup, which uh. this is the second time I think it's been in Lexington mm-hmm. in recent years. Uh-huh. Yep. And was to here. me, it didn't seem like it was advertised very well. And when I went to the page, not even a thousand people had liked it. But it was because the Breeders' Cup is is has horses from all over the world. It's a World Cup of horse racing, and they come they come to a different place every year. And they came to Lexington this past weekend. And they had been doing a thing called the Feeders Cup, which was, I think, 32 different restaurants in wow. Lexington. Mm-hmm. And they each, each restaurant got assigned a country based on how many countries were in the oh, Breeders' cool. Cup. And they were making dishes based off of that country. So I wish they'd advertise it some more because I know we would have talked well, about it on here what? and I would have tried some when of When they that come stuff. back in 2022... So, mm-hmm. If you all are listening, let us let Hinky help you with your advertising. We'll help throw out uh, throw out some. That's awesome because yeah. I totally yeah. would have done that too. I would have. That would have been so good. I think I saw it like late Thursday night, and I was like, "Well, why am I just now seated? The Breeders' Cup starts tomorrow." Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it was a bummer. No, that would have been but, really cool. And then maybe it got caught up in that stupid Facebook algorithm because it probably did. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes you don't see people's posts for a week, and that really pisses yep. me off. Yep. Another reason to not be on there. But That's why I deleted that app are. off my phone. <sighs> Sad times. Gave me a lot of joy. Well, hey, at least we have a new restaurant to try. Yes. Report. So that's always good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a new segment that we have. And Renee saw a YouTube channel that does these kinds of things. And we're going to do our own little spin on it. Yeah. And what's the YouTube channel called? It, I don't remember. It's a Southern thing. Okay. And, and they do. They, these people are from Georgia and Alabama area. And they actually, um, they're happy about being Southern, and they they really to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Yes, to celebration. You. Yes, um, they don't make fun of us like looking at you, Jeff Foxworthy. So <clears throat> I like Jeff Foxworthy. I'm mean, funny. No, he's funny, but he does nothing but make fun of us. They embrace our. They embrace and love the fact that we're Southern, and they basically kind of make fun of everybody else because you're not. So they kind of do a different spin on it. But they've got some really cool stuff. They've got merchandise and stuff on their website. And then they do this thing called Bless Your Rank instead of Bless Your Heart. It's called Bless Your Rank. Mm. Uh, And I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, But they'll take like seven different items. And they put it in rank uh, from what? From best to last Mm -hmm. um, of whatever it is that they're trying. So they actually done... A bread version. So if you want to see theirs, they had they had more to choose from than what we've got to choose from. But and I and I've also got a local mixed in here that he would he wouldn't have. See, had. they should they should rank it from like yeah, make you slap your mama to bless your heart. <laughs> That's true. They're like bless That's your heart. True. I wish we would have come up with Ble- bless your heart would would have been. Which the, we, hey, this is our first time doing this. It can true. evolve into something else. Because you know it make you slap slap cool. your mama is a good thing, right? Yes. 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 And we've come up with a a, a different title. Then bless their ranks. Yes. We decided to call ours breaking ranks. Yes, the bread edition. Oh, yes. so we can do this with well, all different. We are different breaking kinds of bread together today. I like it. Okay, stopping. Right. I stopped at five different places. Well, I stopped at four, and Sarah stopped at one. And we are going to put in order. We're going to try all of these at the same time, and then we're going to put in order which one we think is better based on that. Are we going worst to best or best to worst? Best to worst. Yeah, I like best. Okay. I like best to worst. But and okay. honestly, I like all I of these. Curious. I need to know. Honestly, so I like all of these, so it's not exactly best to worst. Yeah, I was it's gonna just say I don't. I don't hate any of these. Like yes. I don't think they're any of them are terrible necessarily. Right. But like, some are definitely better than the others. Some are better, but I also have some like bread is bread is bread. side additions to say about each of them. Also, sure. Awesome. Well, let's see. This this is a conversation that we're getting okay. into. Okay. So are we just gonna keep our our rankings till the end? Or well, first of all, first of all, yeah. First of all, let's let's say what we have. Yes. yes. Okay. So we have a the classic breadstick from Olive Garden. Yes. We have the the uh, yeast roll from Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. We have a, the the bread from Malone's, the which is our local. Yeah. yeah, the baguette from Malone's. We have the Cheddar Bay biscuits from. Red Lobster, and then we've got the brown bread from Red from Lobster. Red, what did I say? Red, Red Lobster. I don't know what you said. Raw Lobster. 
I said red lobster. <laughs> Did not, so, but everyone knows I where Cheddar Bay biscuits come okay, from. So. so, and then we have the brown bread from Cheesecake Factory. Yes, yeah. because we had to do that for as much shade as Cheesecake Factory has had. I had to have bring it in here. That's I mean, fair. and That's I fair. do like their bread whenever I go there. Their bread so. is awesome. And full disclosure, you get two different kinds of bread at the Cheesecake yes. Factory, but. When I went there, mm-hmm. I could only get it in loaf form, like a whole loaf. Uh, and I didn't think we needed both. Yeah. So I got the one that I know Renee likes better, which is the brown bread. On it's so good. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I know I've kind of already tried these. Yeah, same. Well, right. let's try to eat some together at the same time. So I guess let's start with the Olive Garden breadstick. Okay. Yeah, y'all go, you all go ahead and, and do that. And, uh, okay. That the Olive Garden breadstick does look very similar to the Fazoli's breadstick. Yeah, I, I thought that. it was Fazoli's yeah. for a second. Yeah, so I don't. We were kind of talking about this off air. I don't know if I can tell the difference between the Fazoli's breadstick and Olive Garden. I think after <laughs> eating them, I could now. Uh, think I so? think the Fazoli's breadstick yeah. is a little bit uh, thick, it's, thicker, and it's softer. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 Did you hear that? We're throwing you some shade, off Garden. So you know you got well, that. That's the that's cl- the classic Olive Garden breadstick. It's mm-hmm. you know a little garlic or a little mm-hmm. butter on there, and you know. Which I have to say, I think almost all of these taste better warm, and we are tasting right. them cold. Yeah, so. with this full just full disclosure mm-hmm. on that. Okay, mm-hmm. so why don't, why don't you all go ahead and do the Malone's baguette? Okay. So it's just if you've ever been to Malone's here, you know that's kind of this. It's a stand. They give you a whole mm-hmm. kind of yeah. mini baguette loaf type of thing you get like this like garlic garlic butter butter, right which we do not have which is fine yes but keep it pure over here Mm -hmm. well i have to say i like the bread better with the butter yeah Mm -hmm. i think the red butter combo makes it better and this bread look i really like malone's Mm -hmm. it's it's a staple for me i go to it a lot the bread you have to have it fresh if you let it sit yeah, for more than six hours, it gets hard as a rock. It does get hard as a rock. you cannot eat it. Yeah. I know traditionally baguette is like a crunchier, like, thicker Definitely. bread like yeah, that, but say. this gets like stale as hell. It does. It does. <laughs> I'm like, but in fairness to but it, it's good. To, in fairness to it getting stale, you could use it for like breadcrumbs, seasoned breadcrumbs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or you could totally make croutons. Mm-hmm. Croutons yeah. or something like that. So. so would you say as of right now, we've tried to... The Olive Garden breadstick is in one, and the Malone's bread is in two. If we're going, yeah. is one best? Yeah. No, no, I think the Malone's bread, because I think the Malone's bread is more versatile. Yeah. Okay. And I like the versatility of the Malone's bread. I agree. I'm going okay. one. So Malone's, Malone's is one. Olive Garden is two. And their right garlic now. butter for Malone's is more way more on point than Olive Garden. Oh, yes. Okay. For sure. All what right. So next? let's do Texas Roadhouse. Yes, the infamous rolls oh, from yeah. Texas Roadhouse. Dun dun dun. Normally, you get have this cinnamon butter. Right, mm-hmm. it's so good. And they, it's got like it's a big yeasted roll. Mm-hmm. It is a yeast and roll. It's got like a little sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's like a little sugar. Like, See, that's why I, I'm not a real huge fan of that cinnamon butter, but just because there's already a sweetness to the roll, mm-hmm. and that just kind of oversweets it for me personally. I but. could see that. I could take or leave the cinnamon butter. I mean, I really like it, but like the roll on its own is sweet. Actually, it's really it sweet. is. So I like a good yeast roll though. I do too. So where do we put it in rank right now? I'm gonna go. I want to switch it up. Then I'm going to go Texas Roadhouse Malone's. See, that's where I'm at. Okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. Where are you at? You thinking the same thing? Well, I mean, it's it's two two or three, you know, majority wins over here. Um, But, yeah, I would agree with your assessment. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. So, why don't you all do the Cheddar Bay Biscuit? Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Uh, this, full disclosure, is my favorite of the group. Right. And apparently you can make these online. I know people who, like, you can get the recipe. I know people who have tried and I've heard they don't turn out. You can actually buy the kit. But you can buy the mix, the right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a stand for Red Lobster. I know it's like chain food yeah I, we don't do chain food here but i'm man, telling you every that time that was the treat for me growing every up. time we yep. see red lobster on tv and the cfo's like man we haven't gone to red lobster in a while and i'm like well because every time we when we go there it's like oh yeah i remember why we don't go to red well, lobster it's and the food is good but it's too expensive for what it is yeah honestly. like i agree i mean you could easily spend 50 bucks there no oh on yeah. one meal so, it's, oh, yeah. it's not worth 50 bucks but you know i do still like it and i've actually not been in a long time but 
This Man, this to me jumps the Olive Garden breadstick. This jumps them all to me. Yeah. It's my number oh. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. All right. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just keep pushing everything down and putting a new number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rework my ranking at the end here. Yeah. All so right. what's left? The Finally, the Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. Factory. Cheesecake Factory. I've never been to the Cheesecake Factory. I do not plan to go to the Cheesecake Factory, but I will say I love a good brown bread. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I grew up... Um, a treat was to go to Shilato's. <laughs> this is how old I am. Um, Shilato's or McAlpin's, and they had restaurants. That's when department stores still had restaurants. I remember McAlpin's. And they had this. Uh, they had this brown bread and cream cheese like sandwiches, little Ooh. little like tea sandwiches mm-hmm. that were so freaking good. They were so delicious. Man, you ever have a cucumber and cream cheese sandwich? Yes. That shit is but good. brown bread and cream cheese is like a really good memory for me. So I really like a good brown bread. Well, I like the I like oats this one too. on the top because mm-hmm. I know uh, Outback, which I was going to go there and get and get theirs, but the time thing that they opened didn't work good with my travels today, so I didn't go there. Um, but they don't have that oats on the top, and I really like the oats on the top of this one. Mm-hmm. And now you can buy this. This is what I was telling uh, Carrie before we started, too. You can now buy this at the store, and you can get it in a, a little, little mini baguettes in a bag of, like, six or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we've been buying them and putting them in the freezer and then just pulling, like, one or two out, put them in the oven just to kind of warm them up and having that with dinner. Um, so this has become, like, a regular for me and the cheddar baby is us also we make those quite a bit as well mm-hmm. at home using the mix yeah um but this one probably is my number two uh, i would put this behind cheddar baby biscuit i would like this better with some kind of butter on yeah, it. Oh, it, does, usually it, get like it is really good with butter with it. um you all go around and say which ones are your best to worst because i gotta rethink it in my mind here Renee, go, so, Renee, you go okay. ahead. So, Cheddar Bay Biscuit, um, then the Cheesecake Factory, the Yeast Roll, um, the Baguette from Malone's, and then the Bread from Olive Garden. Cool. Uh, okay, I think I figured mine out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go number one favorite, the Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Texas Roadhouse number two. It's a really tough tie between... Cheesecake Factory Malone's for number three. But I think I'm going to go Cheesecake Factory just because of the staleness factor of the Malone's yes. bread. So then that makes Malone's four and Olive Garden five. And this Olive Garden bread, I mean, none of them are hot, but it's cold. It feels like it's been in the refrigerator. I, I, th- I think I'm, 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 good with going, I'm good with going Olive Garden five. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. am because I feel like that, honestly, you know those Pepperidge Farm uh, frozen loaves of garlic bread that you can get oh, in yeah. the freezer? Which is probably are, what it is. Are, but are better than that, in my opinion. Um, there's way better Italian breadsticks out there yeah, in the cul- the culinary world. Hell, uh, uh, pasta we'll garage. Have, we'll have to put those two together one day just to see. What yeah, pasta like. garage bread is good. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really good. So yeah, no, I think I think I agree with you. I said I, I, I'm okay with the cheddar bay biscuit going number one. I put the Malone's bread over the cheesecake factory bread, but that's just me. Hey, um, that's- I have I have used I have used a a leftover Malone's bread to make uh, French toast and it turned out many French toasts. Yes, they're very delicious. Yeah, so that that's gonna. But overall, I think your all's assessment is fairly on point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, it goes like more flavorful to less flavorful. Even though Mm -hmm. the Olive Garden breadstick has garlic on top. But I feel like it doesn't really add to You can barely taste it. Yeah, it doesn't add anything to the whatever, the taste for me. But All right. Plus, I hate Olive Garden with every <laughs> fiber of my being. I hate it so much. So, it's automatically at the bottom because I hate it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> if you want to know how much Sarah hates it, go back and listen to the episode we recorded at Pivot in March. Yes. Nate's last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our last in-person episode. Oh, that was COVID was creeping up upon us. We yeah. didn't even know. Because we yeah. got that episode in and then they shut down. Mm. Yeah, like six couple hours of, later. I was going to say it was just a few hours after we recorded. And then right. Would, yeah. Yeah. What a time to be alive. 2020. It's terrible. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to lead us into our podcast question for this week, which I feel like you could 
put all of this, all this bread into the category of comfort food. I think so. I mean, I, w- I would think, I feel like comfort food is very starchy. It's very like stick to your ribs kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, listen, when you're feeling sad and blue or just whatever, like, you don't want to eat healthy. I mean, that's well, never made Carrie, anybody happy. As Carrie said, when when she, we were talking about the Cheesecake Factory brand, a lot of your comfort food reminds you of childhood or reminds you of like a time when you were having struggles or whatever and your mom would bring you like a warm thing of soup or something like mm-hmm. like comfort food makes you feel better. Exactly. And so this whole year has been one huge bummer after another. And the past couple of weeks have especially had everybody on edge with the presidential election here in the U.S. And so this on top of the fact that we had a big time change last week, it's bound to wreak habit on everybody's mental state. Mm-hmm. But you know what can help you make, you know what can help make you feel just a tiny iota better? Comfort food. Yep. So that is the topic of this week's podcast question. We wanted to know, what's your favorite comfort food? And this can be any kind of food or drink that helps take your mind off of the here and now and reminds you of better times, reminds you of your childhood, makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And we got some good answers on social media, but first let's go around the horn and see what we all have to say about the subject. So, Carrie, what's your go-to comfort food? Getta. <laughs> we still haven't tried that. I know, you need to. I need to fry, fry up some. I'm, it's fri- freaking delicious. I love Geta. Love it. Renee, what's your choice? Uh, mac and cheese. Oh, how fitting. Yeah. Um, mac and cheese is gross, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and mine is my mom's chicken casserole. It's very cheesy and noodly, and then it has chicken in it, and it's very creamy. And there have been occasions before where I've been feeling really sick, and my mom has just come and left some chicken casserole sitting on my front stoop. Or if I'm not home, she comes and leaves it on my counter in my kitchen. And she's just so sweet. She even did that when she didn't live here. She would drive all the way here and bring oh, wow. me that's chicken love. casserole. Damn, right? that's love. Right. So that's mine. And now our social media answers. On Facebook, um, Mar- Marbled Pig Barbecue said, Barbecue, of course. Okay. Um, Tiffany said, A good lasagna is my go-to for every feeling and emotion. I could eat lasagna. I like lasagna. I love like, lasagna. Yes. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, Beth said soup beans or pot roast for sure. Soup beans, a very underrated mm-hmm. comfort food. It definitely absolutely I is. I love yep. soup beans. My yep. papa used to make the best soup beans. Um, Jeff said beer. Always. No way. And uh, Darlene said sandwiches. And then on Instagram, uh, at Heather Joe F said fried chicken and mashed potatoes. There we go. Of course. Always. At Everyday and Lex said chicken and dumplings and carrots from Cracker Barrel. I do okay. love the Cracker That's mm-hmm. what I eat from Cracker Barrel. Sands and carrots. Um, at Four Real Cheesecakes said open-faced roast beef sandwich with gallons of brown gravy and buttery mashed potatoes. At Wine and Pop-Tarts said beer. <laughs> at Home of Illustrated Oddities said grilled cheese. Crass single on white bread cooked in so much butter. Smashed flat AF. Lots of pickles on the side. And we had a long argument on, on Instagram about whether or not to put mayo on the outside, which I'm pro. You know, I, I've i seen that Benji with Babish and he puts mayo on the outside to, 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 toast his, uh, to toast his breads. That's the way to do it, man. I've heard good things and I'm super disappointed that Lauren did not say mayonnaise nanners. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that is, croquettes. that is a thing on my dad's side of the family and a disgusting thing, but you know. Oh, it's a thing on hers too and it is. Mm-mm. I'm finding more and more that it's a thing in a lot of people's families. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter where you're from. Right? So Lauren, you're, you're not state. you're not alone, Lauren. You're no, not alone. My family's also weird, Lauren. Don't worry about it. Um and yes, I am pro putting mayonnaise on a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it's just a, just like a, a fat. A it's fat. a it's just a fat, right? Yeah. It's not. It crisps it up more than butter does because it has that extra like emollients or whatever. Yeah, it's in it's, it. it's an emulsified, you know, because yeah. it's got. I mean, if you make it right, it's eggs and in oil. That's yeah. what it is essentially. That so. extra protein, I guess, helps it crisp up better. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't taste the mayonnaise. So I don't. I don't think it's. No, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. Also, everybody needs to try a um, grilled cheese with beer cheese on a pretzel bun. Just oh, nice. Make that okay. at your house because it's All very right. good. That's fair. Um, at e lutes forty four says chicken chicken noodle soup. At mm-hmm. always brings cookies said either grilled cheese with tomato soup or a really creamy mac and cheese. White carbs, cheese, and butter. You really can't go wrong. At the Tara Emily said Oreos and milk or chips and queso. Sometimes both. I will Can't say agree. when I when it, whenever I get sick, which is not very often, um, I do want tomato soup. That's what I want is tomato soup. I do like a good tomato soup. I have homemade tomato juice at home that's going to be made into a soup very soon. See, then so. you can totally get on the Bloody Mary train. Yeah, it's a goal. It's. I think it's going to be my New Year's resolution for 2021. Right. Learn to love a Bloody Mary. All right. You okay. heard it here first. It's November, whatever the day it is. The 10th, the sure. uh, 105th, I don't <laughs> even know. Early November, 3020. Sure, and it's 80 degrees out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At Brittany Glassford said, Velveeta, Velveeta mac and cheese, which, Jesus, God, is Yum. the worst thing that ever was put on this planet. Oh. That's why I don't like mac and cheese. Love it. Ugh. Have you ever had the Velveeta white mac and cheese? I don't think I have. It's really good. Uh, it's right. really good. Yeah. Um, at Sass in the Bluegrass said, cookies, wings, mac and cheese. Clearly, we love food. Hey, so do we. We have a whole podcast about it, so no judge here. <laughs> no judgment. And at S'more Than a Feeling said, S'mores. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I replied back and said I'd be surprised if it was anything other than that. So, um, And they have pop-ups all around Lexington right now. So check And apparently out. just on the days we work. Not Salty Matt at all. <laughs> she is. And we had one answer on Twitter. And at Goes Everything said, love me some Cajun wings. Real comfort food. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, too, like wings. I've liked everything on this list except for mac and cheese. And speaking of mac and cheese, it's time for an oldie but a goodie. The Food Fight Cage Match is back. <laughs> That's right. We haven't heard that bell in quite some time. No, and Carrie remembered to take it off the USB this time so I could use the sound pad. Man, I'm so proud. It had been so long, I forgot that we had a sound effect for it. So when you said it, I was like, what? What is it? Oh, we got this one, too. <laughs> All right. That's right, folks. We're dusting off the octagon and bringing the pain, mostly to my taste buds. Because this week in the cage, we're pitting a local restaurant and a chain restaurant's version of one of the foods that I hate the most. Mac and cheese. Do you hate it worse than Olive Garden? Ooh, it's a real tie. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because a good pasta with a good cheese on it, I like that. Okay. It's shit like shells and cheese and love it. the blue box. Love so I figured out. It's disgusting. Fiery doesn't exactly hate mac and cheese. She just doesn't like artificial out of the box. She likes homemade mac and cheese. Okay. I really don't want to call it mac and cheese, but I like though. I I don't like mac and cheese. I like pasta with a cheese sauce on it. Cheesy there. pasta. Yes, we'll cheesy go, pasta. We'll go with that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, if you know me at all, or if you've listened to this show long enough, you'll know that I despise mac and cheese. And I've I've been told it's a controversial opinion, but I'm willing to set aside my differences for America's favorite side dish for you guys right now. So without further further ado. Let's find out who's entering the Thunderdome. Two will enter. One will leave. Two yeah. will enter. <laughs> one will leave. So, for the local, we have Shamrock's Bar and Grill, which Woo-hoo. is a personal favorite of Carrie's. Mm-hmm. And then for the chain, we have Chick-fil-A. So, we've all been kind of nibbling on it all episode. Uh, Renee, what, which one do you like the best? And well, tell me why. Tell first me all of all, I want to say that you've got two different cheeses going on here. Yes. Two different cheeses. So, and honestly, I really like them both. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised because this, I think this was the same thing with Carrie too. This was our first time having the mac and cheese from Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. So, oh, and okay. So all three of us here. And I was, I was actually really surprised coming from a drive through fast food place to have mac and cheese. I really had zero high, you know, standards or whatever for it. And they actually impressed me. Um, but the local is also really good. 
I like them both, taking the fact that they're using two different cheeses here. Mm-hmm. I do like both of them. See, that's kind of where so I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. That's kind of where I'm at, too. And I hate to be a milk toast fence sitter, but here we are. Um, I hate to be a mac and cheese toast fence sitter. But, uh, yeah, that chi- the Chick-fil-A was not terrible. Because they were using more of a cheddar, cheddar cheese, which I think had a little bit of a... I, I, I want to use the word bitterness, but almost a little bitterness to mm-hmm. it. Whereas the Shamrocks is using like kind of a white, creamy cheddar or whatever which was a little sweeter yeah um yeah well i also liked both of them all right um the chick-fil-a is very and i was telling them this before i started the chick-fil-a is giving me real memories of a mac and cheese i actually did like when i was a kid and i'm not remembering the brand but it was in like a little white microwavable container and it had an orange lid it was one of those you had to peel the top off of and Mm -hmm. then you put it in there and this tastes just like that which is all i would eat for like four straight years that and uh vaini sausages so and or hot dogs and they are called vaini yeah vainis we're from the mountains um so that was a nice little nostalgic flavor but the shamrocks one it was real creamy Mm -hmm. it was a little bit sweet but it had more of like a comfort food like sticking to your ribs type Mm -hmm. texture for me so i'm gonna go with shamrocks i'm i wouldn't fight you either way yeah i I think shamrocks probably has the edge but in terms of but it is closer than what i thought that chick-fil-a thing i thought was gonna be like my aunt oh my god good Mm -hmm. lord she her mac and cheese that she would bring to every function or whatever was just this dried out pile of noodles with this oily ass cheese mm-hmm. on it that was like all dried out and like ovened to death. So props to you, Chick Fil A. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't. But yeah. I, I think I, I think Shamrocks gets the edge on yeah. this one for sure. We all agree on Shamrocks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Well, local wins again, son. That's right. But it was close. Yeah, it was was and, yeah. and like they I said, I, I'm really really surprised with yeah. that Chick Fil A mac and cheese. I was too. Oh man, now since they fought to the death, I really want someone to do claymation animation. Of this <laughs> oh, a la celebrity, like celebrity death death match. match. God, I'll, such an underrated show from love TV. That, I love that to show. To bring up so another local that does a really good mac and cheese, Dad's favorite Steely. One of the mm-hmm. place that we really love. Yeah. The only thing is with them is I think they only make it on Fridays. And dads, yeah. if we're wrong, please please uh, add us and let us know and if, it sells if out it's wrong. And it sells out so quickly. But it is a beer cheese mac and cheese. Mm. And people go crazy over I'll it. I bet that's really good. Yeah. Very tasty. Well, yeah. good. If you are up and about, plan your day out, go over and stand in line. It is actually worth your wait. Yeah, for sure. We really like yeah. dads. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was a nice way to bring back the cage match, I feel like. Yeah. And I'm hoping we get to do more of these in the near future. You yeah. know, I like these, having these solo episodes here where we yeah. can do like OG things and mm-hmm. throw something a little different in there. I really liked this ranking yeah, thing, too. That was fun. I would like to do more of those. Uh huh. So that was cool. I liked it. So now we've had all this food. We've all drinking something. So let's go around and talk about what we're drinking. Well, Sarah, why don't you go ahead, and then we'll talk about what we were splitting. Oh, Lord. Um, well, I'm <laughs> having the newest offering from West Six Brewing here in town. It's called the Packaway Vienna Style Lager. It is a 5.3%. It has a really fun can. It says, share a lager, pack it in, pack it out. And it's pretty good. I mean, it tastes like a right. run-of-the-mill lager. I mean, it's nothing heavy. A little malty, like would recommend. It's a very easy drinker. So pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. I can't <laughs> I was, go I was the same thing in sin. My, <laughs> I had that in my mind. Hell yeah! And then Carrie and I were splitting uh, this. Um, okay, so here. so yeah, so this is the last one that I needed to drink out of this Artisanal Brew Works uh, series. I had the blue raspberry on the on Girls Beer Sports a while back, which was not good. Uh, <laughs> And then I had the black cherry, I think, on Girls Beer Sports also. And it was decent. 
We've had the watermelon, the CFO and I is not terrible. So this last offering in their Warheads Extreme Sour series is the green apple. Mm-hmm. And I know Sarah likes sour things and Warheads and that. And so I was like, yeah, let's split this today. So we poured it out and it was this weird... <laughs> Like, I called it ecto-cooler. The color is uh, some wild-ass stuff because when you poured it out, it was bright green like ecto-cooler. It but was. when it sat in the cup, it looked like just like algae or seaweed or something. It got dark green. I took a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, it, it was like a dark green. So, my experience with the beer, <laughs> or malt beverage as it were, it... um. So when we first poured it out, it had been in the refrigerator for a while. So it was it was super cold. I mean, it was cold, cold. Mm-hmm. I didn't get really anything but kind of a sourish taste off of it. I right? only tasted the malic acid. Yeah, from all of the water. Yeah. it tasted like a warhead with no flavor, but malic acid. Right. On it. So it sat here, and I don't want to say it got the room temperature necessarily, but it it obviously warmed up a little bit. The color definitely changed. Yeah, um, so which is odd. And then I thought it tasted like grass. Like, I got a real grassy flavor off of it. I don't know what you got off of it, Sarah, but I got a lot of grass. The longer it sat here, the more it actually grew on me. I didn't taste grass. But, like, I mean, I I started tasting, like, the beer part of it a little bit more. I mean, I wouldn't drink another one. It wasn't super sour either. No, after the initial, like, malic acid taste was hitting my tongue, like, that, I just went out the window and I pretty much chugged it. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've had. I mean, we had ranch soda. Exactly. And it was better than that. <laughs> I didn't so. I didn't spit it out. I drank my but portion of it. it. Um, but, yeah, I, I got a real grassy flavor off of it. I guess there was green apple on it some. Slightly, maybe. But it wasn't. It was kind of almost like a artificially green apple flavor. And Yeah. Yeah. I th- we have another one of these. I'm trying to sell them. So, if y'all are interested <laughs> in a series of Artisanal Brew Works Warheads Extreme Sour, uh, hit me up. <laughs> and uh, I'll see if we can't make a deal. There you go. What was that other one you were drinking, that weird-shaped bottle? Oh, so this is the Lucky Buddha. I don't know. I bought it because it's a bottle that looks like Buddha. That's yeah, right? It's a cute bottle, I suppose. And uh, I guess it's an import from China. Enlightened beer. Lucky. Uh, imported beer product of China. It was a basic lager. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything... To write home about. I can see that. It was okay. Mm-hmm. And it does have a fun looking bottle. There. Yeah, the bottle was cooler than the beer, I suppose. But, you know, it wasn't unpalatable. It was yeah. alright. Well, I can't go to Chick-fil-A without getting their sweet tea. It's my favorite. I'm addicted to it. So, since I went and got the mac and cheese, that had to happen. So. Well, there you go. I mean, yes. you're already there. So. I yeah, mean, might as well. Yeah, might, might as well. As well. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, listen, this has been a really fun episode. Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. I, yeah. I came here hungry and I'm no longer hungry. I don't even <laughs> eat dinner now. So, <laughs> no, or this ever was again. A, guys, this was a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of bread. <laughs> You'll notice I have not eaten much of it, but it's really boding well for my low carb diet. <laughs> man, you know <laughs> Starting what? tomorrow. Whatever. Whatever, man. Who cares? Yeah, we're, we're just making joy great again over here. That's, That's exactly right. right. Cool. Well,. If you liked what you're hearing, you can find our podcast everywhere that fine podcasts are found. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, all those other random little ones. I just keep finding random places to put it on there. Not Pandora yet or ever. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but we'll see. And then you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at HungryNKY. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Let's see, where do we find our blog? Uh, well, our blog is on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram at Blue Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We're also on Twitter at BB and Eats. Our website is bbandeats.com. We're on Facebook at Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. And if you follow us, you can see all the good food that we've had here today. And you'll also tell you how much we love Heath Bars. Yeah, Renee's in a feud with her boss about Heath Bars. Yes. So. And I'm right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really started laughing at that because, because, how long have y'all been blogging? Three years. Okay. Maybe. And y'all have had this podcast over a year, right? Yeah. And Renee still had to look at the paper. Yeah. And she and did it, it though. 
bouncing back and forth where we have baby needs and then it's bluegrass bourbon and eats and then but also yes. the way she did it have you guys seen that meme where the guy has the folding chair and he just slings it out and opens it up that's what she looked like with her paper she just got her paper and was like bam bluegrass bourbon and eats it was hilarious it was it was good. funny to me anyway i don't know i'm sitting here uh, it was just i i found it amusing i liked it where do we find you at carrie Oh, I don't know. I guess on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. I haven't been hugely active on Twitter um, for reasons uh, that hopefully will work themselves out here in the near future. Uh, It's nothing personal in terms of my life. It's whatever. Anyway... Um, I'm still I'm still tweeting though on Saturdays. Uh, so this is last Saturday. I got really tired and fell asleep. So that happens. Um, but yeah. So at GRLS Beer Sports, uh, we're we're on Instagram. So if you want to see what we've mm-hmm. been drinking in past episodes or whatever, we always post a picture every Monday after we get done. Um, shout out to Lee for doing that. That's her job. Good That's job, her Lee. podcast job. You can She's always tell. You can always tell when I do it because all the hashtags are like she hashtags the crap out of everything. She tags all the breweries, and I'm like, okay, what do I got to do on here? <laughs> like you can you can always tell when it, my post versus her post. Anyway, we're on Instagram. We are on Amazon. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are on iHeartRadio. We're on Google Play. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. There you go. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.